What's up, guys? It's the Drinks with Friends podcast, where we get a few people together, mix in our favorite social lubricants, and see where the conversation flows. I'm Brooke, and along with my bestie, Jen, we're going to be drinking with you for the next hour or so. So go grab yourself a bevy. Come on back. We'll probably eventually offend you at some point. And uh, it's an adult podcast with adult topics, so use your own common sense here. This is Drinks with Friends. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Jen. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, God, my body's angry. My body's Why? so mad at me. Why? Because we had, well, we had an episode last night, a really great episode. It was of great. Drinks with Friends. We had our first acoustic set. Yeah. Which was really fun. Yep. Um, but we didn't get too, like, we didn't get too bad. Did it's you? not it's just, just about last night. Oh, okay, okay. It's about every night okay. this week. And last weekend, the week before, it always seems like there's an excuse to drink. Like, I mean, always. And not an excuse. I'm not trying to make excuses. There's just always reasons. Well, if you have a heavy social schedule and your social people, your social circle surrounds, you know, like they like to drink. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you kind of feel like you're obligated. Or maybe you just want to. Well, and that's always the deal is I just want to. But I think I, I love my temple and I want to give my temple a wee bit of a break. So I've decided, after much reflection, <gasps> that I'm going to... Oh, my God. Take a break! Oh! Yes! Taking a break! From what? Drinking! Well, for It's only long? two weeks. Okay, okay, okay. And and I already have designated drinking days within those two weeks. <laughs> I can't go two weeks with no social events. So Can you go out to a social event and not have a drink? No. Okay. I cannot. You're one of those people that can't. Yeah, it's, I, I can. I, I can socialize too. without alcohol. It's just if everyone's drinking, yeah. you will not find me being the person saying, "I'm on a cleanse." Like it's just not going to happen. So, are you going to do a cleanse like two? No, my <laughs> so cleanse, cleanse is literally cleanse not is like putting liquor not in my body. Alcohol in your right. in your body and right. like giving your liver a little bit of a. A little bit of a rest. I'm giving it a rest, but you know what I am going to do? I'm going to start um, meditating again because mm-hmm. I stopped because the summer was so cray and I was like, every second I got downtime was literally to lay and like rot. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. because I'm coming down off alcohol. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to start doing that again. And then of course I'll be, you know, doing my workouts and stuff like that, which I always do alcohol or no alcohol, but maybe I'll actually lose weight now. Like, I don't know. And I eat a lot of vegetables, so maybe a, I'm going to come out of this two weeks like ripped. You eat a lot of vegetables. You eat I, so many. Like, maybe that's why I'm so my, gassy. My diet is fucking terrible compared to yours. Yeah, you eat a lot of vegetables. A shit ton. Yeah. I love them. I eat. I don't eat it's them great. because I have great. to. I eat them because I truly love them. Well, but that in itself will help you detox. I, yeah, I think so too. So I, I, it's hard. Like I'm already dreading it, which I think just makes me realize I am an alcoholic. Um, let's not go there. But le- different levels. Maybe we need to get like a professional on and... and Carol? We- <laughs> <laughs> Should we have my mother on the show? No, I didn't mean like that. Because then I definitely won't like, be an alcoholic. I didn't mean like an alcohol oh. <laughs> expert at being an alcoholic. I meant like an alcohol like person and we can have the episode called 
are we alcoholics? Hey. And they can, can we drink during that yeah, episode? Yeah, of course oh, we can. This is drinks with friends. God. That's what we do. But they have to come on and give us some counseling or something. And maybe we're not alcoholics. I don't know. What what defines an alcoholic? I don't know. I don't know because uh, people are like, well, you don't drink every day, but let's say you don't drink every day. But when you drink, you, you drink blackout. so hard. Yeah. You you can drink a fucking 750 of vodka on your own, practically straight. Well, that might be considered some kind of alcoholism. Yeah. Or maybe you drink every day, but you don't get drunk. Is that an alcoholic? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know either. I don't know. To me, and I'm not saying that this is right, but to me, an alcoholic would be when it starts to affect your life in a negative way. Yeah, I agree. Like if you show up to work with a Mickey, I think <laughs> yeah, then I you're think, an alcoholic. I think you're pushing some some pretty dark spaces at that point. But, you know, I think if you have a drink every day and it doesn't affect your life, then no, I don't think you're... I, that's just my own personal opinion. But I'd like to hear... If you are an alcohol expert, and I don't mean you just like to drink it and you, you know a lot about drinking alcohol, but if you are like a trained alcohol expert, we'd like to have you on the show. So um, send us an email on our website, drinkswithfriends.net. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yep. We'd love to have you on. I'm really excited about our show today. I think we're going to have a lot of fun today. I think so, too. There's kind of a theme to the show, and that's like pink and also dicks. Pink dicks. Pink dicks. It's the pink dick special. <laughs> it is the pink dick special. And I'm not talking about my dad with a <laughs> <the> sunburn. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's uh, we've got a lot of pink happening at the table. Our guest is wearing pink. She's matching our drinks. Her phone is pink. My nail polish is pink. Everything's pink. And the bear on your hat is the pink. The bear on my hat is pink. My tongue is pink. So Jen's I'm, I'm is wearing pink. pink as well. So, okay, well, good luck with your cleanse. I'm going to feel like cleansing too. I don't know if I'm going to like stop completely, but yeah. But I don't drink every day. I mean, I and, and neither do I. But lately I have been because that there's been some kind of reason to. And that's why I'm like, you know what? Just don't let there be a reason to. And I'm in control of that. And, you know, you are in control. I, Jen. You are in I'm control in control. So I'm just going to have to say uh, no. But I would love to get together with you. Um, and not that people are always reaching out to me. I reach out to friends, too. And I'm like, let's get together and always have a drink. But at this time, I'm not going to reach out to anybody. And also, um, if somebody reaches out to me, if they want to do something low-key, alcohol-free, I'm down. But if it's got alcohol, I'm going to say, I would love to in three weeks. Okay, we're back. Uh, Gigi? I'm really excited about today's guest. Me too. I think this is going to be a really funny podcast. Uh, today's guest is a really incredible woman. And, you know, I just have so many wonderful things to say about her. So why don't I just do an introduction just, to show just go. what this woman is yeah. all about. Now, Amanda Ballantyne is many things. An adventurer, a world traveler, an animal lover, an avid fan of red wine and making fun of others. Technically, she's a dental hygienist, but she chooses not to identify as such. She's more identity fluid. It matters only in that this is how she met the talented Miss Beagle and began a beautiful friendship that is based on laughter, honesty, and frequent alcohol abuse. Amanda is the kind of person whom things just happen to, with and around. So she's got lots of stories, some that may sound too crazy to be true. 
But luckily, there is often photographic evidence and a trail of <laughs> eyewitnesses laughing hysterically, saying things like, I can't believe you just did that. Please welcome to the show, Amanda Ballantyne. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Hi, ladies. I am so beyond excited. As you know, I am your biggest fan. You're our biggest fan. I am the biggest fan of Drinks with Friends. I've listened to every episode multiple times. Yay. Um, So the fact that I'm sitting in the guest chair today with my own guest wine glass, like this is professional shit they've got going on, people. This is, I'm honored, truly, and so excited. Thank you for And we're honored to have you here. We are. Uh, Amanda and I have been friends for many years now, but yes, yes it, it is true that we met um, because she was my dental hygienist. That is how we met. So you guys I have was a very intimate relationship. I mean, we mm-hmm. literally started with me scraping the shit from between Jen's <laughs> teeth, like that. That was how Jen and I first met. And no, that's a friend. I must say yeah, that, that is a Jen yeah. keeps her teeth extremely clean, so there was not a lot of shit to scrape. So. I was I was impressed by her oral hygiene and um, <laughs> and that was uh, that's how we started. It's true, and I do think our our friendship is kind of fate because yeah. what happened was I was seeing a dentist in Rexdale and I was quite happy with my dentist because he always gassed me before a cleaning. <laughs> what, do you, what? What do you mean? I, I got gas for every cleaning. Like he farted. That is or so no, ridiculous. Oh, I wish. No, I wish. I don't wish he farted. Uh, no, he would get. Put nitrous oxide gas. Right. Just to clean your teeth. Which is ridiculous. But okay. (laughs) And this is the reason I went there. I was looking for a new (laughs) dentist and somebody referred. (laughs) He was just trying to shut her up. Exactly. Yeah, I can't talk now. Singing while you're getting your teeth. He's like, listen, Jen, this is a new procedure yeah. we're doing for everybody. I, well, it was somebody at work said uh, I was I was just talking about getting a new dentist and somebody at work was like, oh, I know somebody and they give you the gas every time. And I'm like, they what? I'm like, sign me up. So I went and sure enough, every time I got gas. But I had some really weird spaces in my teeth and I wanted to get them fixed. Yes. So I asked him what he thinks. And, you know, he's like, you, you definitely braces won't work for you. Just so you know, so you have to get veneers, and I'm like veneers, and yeah, then no, no, no. you know, I he was really like kind of aggressive about it, so I had to, I didn't want to go back to him. I'm no. like, you're being kind of aggressive, whatever. So I started going around, and I finally found a dental hygienist. I mean, a orthodontist. I got right. my adult braces, and I said, I need a new dentist. What do I do? Yes. They referred me to Clinton Dental on College in Clinton, Doctor Paul Branco, and um, th- uh, my first session there was with Amanda. Yes. And, we, and just, we laughed so hard that my boss actually stuck his head in the room at one point and was like, what the fuck is going on, Amanda? Was, like, I'm like paying you your, for this, you know, this right? Like, what, the, what are you doing? Cleaning? Yeah. Very you first one. But you have yes. your mouth gaping open, right? Like, how I, does this I have, I've been doing this for 20 years, Brooke. I have quite a technique where I start... I start talking while my instruments are in the patient's mouth. And then when it comes time for them to respond, I remove the instruments in time for them... Oh, you're, I managed you're to have. Oh, I've got this down to an art because, like, I mean, you need to have a relationship with your dental hygienist. This is a person who, in the middle of your day, you're going to go, you're going to lie down in front of them, open your mouth wide, and, like, be completely vulnerable with them. So, this should be somebody that you're comfortable with and you can laugh with and you can talk to and stuff. So, I've always had that kind of attitude towards my patients and stuff. And not everyone responds all that well to that, by the way. But Jen was like <laughs> a like instant favorite patient ever. We we laughed so hard. We had so much fun just chatting and talking and getting to know each other. And um, I, I remember I wrote a few notes because I always had like a blue sheet at the back of the patient's chart that had 
some personal notes about oh, the patient. So like things that what? we had talked about oh, okay. so that I would remember the next time. So uh, years later, we, we, we reviewed her chart and it said things like, um, Jen loves tofurkey. Because <laughs> Jen's a vegetarian and she, li- <laughs> and she likes tofu turkey. God help her. Um, it said, someone in her family always ruins Christmas. And I, when All I all of the really like important things. Oh yeah, like these were like important yeah, talking yeah. points. So I mean, when I would read through her blue sheet, I was like, oh my god, this person is hilarious. And I think it was our second appointment that you, um, we'd been talking about something. I think it was like a workout thing or something. And you were like, oh, I'm going to send you a link to this. So can I have your email? So I gave Jen my email and she sent me an email with the exercise link. Um, I'm pretty sure neither one of us ever actually did the exercises <laughs> nope. that were involved in that video. <laughs> link i mean it was fun to just talk about the idea of doing it but we didn't actually do it um but at the end of her email she wrote something along the lines of and by the way do you want to maybe go and get a margarita sometime um and also i'm not a lesbian <laughs> <laughs> just so you know just so you know i'm this asking is, you on a friend yeah date. this is a i'm asking you on a girl date but not that kind of date yeah and we did we went out we had uh, drinks we had pizza and um the rest is history, man. Like we've been friends ever, ever since. since. Yeah. yeah. Just instant meant to be kind of friendship. Right. And uh, now I'm like, you know, in your group of friends and stuff, you got oh fabulous girlfriends yes. and family and stuff. And we just laugh and fucking laugh. And like you said, we're here. Like it's based on laughter. Oh, it absolutely is. And of course, Jen is known. Jen is known in my family and friend circle as fun Jen. I'm fun Jen, yeah. She's fun Jen. She's, like no one actually, time. if I just said Jen, they'd be like, pardon who? Which, which one? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, fun Jen. They're like, oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, is fun Jen coming? Oh, she's oh they're like, like oh, awesome. Right. Fun Jen's in, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really one of my most favorite nicknames I've ever gotten. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. better awesome. than stupid well bitch. Earned. So I, I, it's really good. So I have a question. Because you have a notebook here, Amanda, and sitting on top of that notebook oh, is something. Yes. That you've brought along with you. I did, I, did, I brought a prop today. You brought a prop. I don't know how smart that is for a, a podcast, but it um, looks, there's going to be some photographs, I believe, on yeah, the website. It looks to a little bit prop. Freudian to me. Yes. Can so, you explain to us what this is about? Um. So, Brooke, a few years ago, I was invited to um, a New Year's party that was also, I was at a cottage, and it was also a five-year-old's birthday party. And the five-year-old um, had requested that all of us who were attending the party were going to be in costume. And she was going to assign us each a character. So I was assigned the role of a unicorn. Nice. So <laughs> my friend who I was, you know, in this group with or whatever, she uh, she's a, an EC. And so she was off at Christmas time. And she said to me, you know, you're working, you're busy. Don't worry about making a costume. I will make your costume for you. Um, just wear like a white sweater kind of thing and I'll make you a unicorn horn and everything will be wonderful. I'm like, okay, perfect. This is an ECE making arts and crafts. This is yeah. someone who knows what they're doing. I'm in good hands here. So I arrive at the party and um, I get handed this unicorn horn, which is attached to a headband kind of thing. And and it did initially look like a unicorn horn. It, had, it came to a point um, <laughs> as unicorn horns are supposed to. <laughs> And so I I strapped it to my head and um, it promptly fell down multiple times. So we realized that it was it it was too long. So there had to be a little last minute trimming done. So I was not (laughs) privy to what 
things looked like after the so they trimming. were ju- it was still on your head it was on like my head while these adjustments like, were being yeah. made <laughs> um so yeah everything was adjusted i walked out into the party um jaws dropped <laughs> people laughed i i didn't really know i was at a cottage i don't look in a mirror when i'm at a cottage i don't wear yeah. makeup i don't do my hair i don't look at mirrors i don't really give a shit what i look like at the cottage so um, I wasn't really paying too much attention and I just, you know, I rocked my unicorn horn for the whole night and uh, it was a great time. And we took some group shots, which will be up on the website. Um, there was a group <laughs> shot taken of all of us in our costume and it went on Facebook and uh, my friend's cousin, who is a good friend of mine as well, Jason, he is the one who picked up on the problem here <laughs> and he zoomed in on the photo and sent me a cropped and zoomed picture of my head and with the question, what in the fuck are you wearing on your head at a five-year-old's birthday <laughs> And yes, on further inspection, it looks nothing, like nothing so much as a large white penis. <laughs> <laughs> so there I am in this group shot surrounded by like five-year-olds. One of them dressed as baby Jesus, by the way. <laughs> so we had baby, Gina, baby Jesus and um, me with a big dick on my head. <laughs> But the best part about this picture was, I'll never forget when you showed it to me, the look of pure joy on your face. <laughs> I was very, I was, I felt good as a unicorn. <laughs> well, yeah, you had a big cock on your head. I know. I mean, <laughs> I mean you I walked was, around like that. I was at a time. child's party with a big dick strapped to my forehead. What's <laughs> not to be happy about? <laughs> So I'm looking at this thing right now on the table, and it it looks oh, like a fucking yeah. it, it looks, looks like a penis. It's yeah, a dildo. It's very it's dildo phallic. Strapped it's to yeah. a headband. I mean, it's there's like a there's a paper towel roll. There's toilet paper. <laughs> there's tape. Um, and you wouldn't think those three things would combine together to make a penis, but it it did. And it did. <laughs> It's definitely it's very phallic. It's looking. way more penis than unicorn horn. Yes, even and it's the, attached it, to a strawberry headband. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but even the tip looks a little oh, bit. Oh my god, like it's, penile. It's uh, do we think it's circumcised? I can't really tell. Uh, I don't know. I don't sure. think that one's not circumcised. It's an uncircumcised Gross. unicorn I mean, penis. That's fine, but I mean, <laughs> that's, that's it's, whatever. Wow. So it's yes. big. It's, it's you know what? Large. That's going to make somebody very happy. Oh, I know. I mean, the <laughs> fact that I've held on to it all this time has been um, motive for speculation amongst a lot of people. But I promise you, I only hold on to it for comedic purposes. <laughs> okay, so wait. So everybody saw this dick on your head. Oh, yeah. Oh, one of my best friends made it her profile picture for a oh period of time. Oh, my God. This thing, but like, damn near went like, viral. Um, <laughs> yeah. But they were like, let's let's sabotage the horn on purpose kind of thing. No. It or was, it, just, it, was, it was just like a sabotage. And as then, the funniest and then they things just always it. are, it yeah. was completely unintentional. <laughs> it was, I was meant to be a unicorn at a child's birthday party, and I just magically wound up with a unicorn penis a on my pinicorn. head yeah pinicorn i like that yeah. a pinicorn yeah. anyways it was i i and but the thing was brooke and i were just laughing hysterically about mm-hmm. this story so mm-hmm. it was like you know what this is fucking perfect we talk about yeah. unicorn penis all the time i know like, like it, that's legend it, it that's was a legend story. it was a, it was a legendary moment in in amanda Ballantine's life as I, I was telling you girls, my Uber driver had to pull over on the way here. Because, well, because you put it I, on. I strapped it on in the car and he was so overcome. He actually had to pull over. Well, he was 
take a moment. Farting too. Like he was. He were, was farting a were, lot. You like, were freaking him oh out. There was God. a lot of gas letting out of his body. But, oh Speaking of farting, though, Amanda has one of the funniest fart stories, and I don't know if you remember this. Oh my God. It was no. we were together one night, and you had messaged me. No, you didn't message. You called me, and you were like, "Okay, I just got home, and this is what happened." And it was you getting into an elevator with somebody. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, do you want me to tell? The yes, because I'm like vaguely remembering this. This okay. what this happened? But I'm like, <laughs> it might be a touch embarrassing, but I'm I'm okay with my bodily gas. So I think you are too. So what <laughs> happened now. was, what happened was, you got home and you went into the elevator, but you got in really quickly, like just kind of like you know swung yourself in, and then you let out the biggest fart because <laughs> you thought you were alone. But then when you look back, there was a man standing there. <laughs> oh my god! I had blocked this out. <laughs> you don't remember that? I do now that you're reminding me of it. But I had blocked it out because, like, I just couldn't. Rem- oh god! That I couldn't was even so embarrassing. sleep that night because I was laughing. So I had just gotten home. I'm about to put the key in the door when she calls, and I'm like, "Oh, it's Amanda," and I pick up the phone. <laughs> crying i'm crying i could not even sleep i laughed all night that poor man oh, that poor man i did not see he was a slight man and he, was, he was tucked into the corner of the yeah, exactly. you didn't see not him. at all you didn't oh, see god him. that was bad i mean just, we've all done this when you've been out for a night you know you're so you're on a date you're so whatever it is you're holding you can't it in fart. you have to hold yes it. Oh, I just fart. By the time you get home, like, oh, look out. You're waiting for the guy to leave so that you can just, like, just let it go. Oh, my God. My boyfriend has told me that since we've been, he's like, when we first started dating, he's like, the farts that I used to let go in my car when I would leave (laughs) your apartment (laughs) for the next day, he's like, I would just, like, I didn't even need to hit the gas pedal on the way home. I could just, like, fart my hair across the GTA but why don't people just go to the bathroom and fart too scared that it will linger too long yeah like Uh, smell sound like there's so many different factors you don't that's where the faucet comes in handy but people might get suspicious when they hear the shower turn on exactly (laughs) exactly like some people have a fan in their bathroom or like some kind of a spray or something but if they don't like uh, i know this is why i fart in my sleep yeah, but, you hold it all day. But then the only thing is when you do eventually like fall asleep, maybe you're even on the couch with somebody new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've like, <laughs> I've had a moment where I've woken myself up because I've farted <laughs> and it's been like, I've also like, they're still sitting there awake. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm being like the cute little, oh, I just fell asleep on your lap. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, what, 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 what happened? And they're just like, oh my God. <laughs> You can't not, you cannot fall asleep. That's happened more than once. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just feel bad for my office partner. I <laughs> I share a big office with somebody and I don't hold it in. Oh, well. Well, what the hell? I'm at work all day. I can't get up every time I have to fart. That um, would be all day. Jen, I'm a dental hygienist. <laughs> <laughs> People lie with their heads in my lap all day. I am an expert at holding it in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're pretty close to people. Oh, there is no room for error. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Zero room for error. That is just not happening at my job. No. So you, you hold it. 
Uh, Amanda, that was only just one story. We, I have heard oh, so many oh. stories from you, and it says even in your bio that you're the kind of person who things just happen to, with, and around. Are there yes. any stories that you have selected maybe to tell our our listeners? Um, I I do have some stories. Um, so I feel like at one point we do need to get into um, the conclusion of the Bachelorette story because you started oh, yeah. that on a previous episode and oh, you I didn't would love finish that. it. Yep. Um, but first of all, I would I would like to start off with Amanda's most embarrassing moment because there are many. So for me to select one that I would consider my most embarrassing, it, it's something. Okay, <laughs> and I think I have that story in my head right now. I hope I'm right because it's one of my favorite Amanda okay. Valentine stories. But you go ahead and okay. tell us. All right. So um, a few years ago, I work at a dental office, obviously, and one of our um, assistants who was working with us at the time. Um, I don't feel she'd be upset if I said her name. So her name is Brandis. So Brandis had um, a propensity for grabbing my ass at work. She would sneak up behind oh. me and goose me, basically. Um, Brandis, you oh, dirty, she was dirty a girl. dirty girl. So I would quite frequently like jump out of my skin, throw a tray of instruments, whatever. And she found this hysterically funny. So um, the one day I decided I was going to get revenge. I was in the uh, North American Center, which is an office tower that's attached to our office, and it's where we would have to walk through the concourse to get to the subway to go home. It was a Friday afternoon. We'd left work. I'd left work, and I'm over in the North American Center. I'd run a couple errands, and I go to walk out to the subway, and I spot Brandis across the concourse. And Brandis was quite a distinctive-looking girl. Um, She had a very... She had a spectacular booty. She still does. She's not dead. So, um, yeah, spectacular booty. So I spot this booty and her curly hair and everything from across the way. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is perfect. I am going to get this girl back. I'm getting my revenge, finally, for all of the time she snuck up on me and goosed me at work. So I sneak up behind her. She's on the cell phone. I'm like, oh, good. She's distracted. She's never going to see this coming. I put my shopping bags at my feet so I free up both hands. (laughs) And I come up behind her and I grab two fistfuls of boote and give her a real good squeeze and like pull at the same time. Like I fully molest her. She jumps as I was hoping and whips around and it's not Brent. <laughs> it is a complete stranger. Oh my God. So she jumps out of her skin. She whips around. She glares at me. She's like screaming at me in Russian. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh no. So I start trying to quickly explain like, I thought you were somebody else. And she always grabs my button. And she just cuts me off and like gives me the most evil look and just walks away and leaves me standing there. (laughs) (laughs) So I realize that I now have like a circle of people that have formed around us because they've witnessed this whole scene and our sexual assault. Oh my God. Like I am the groper of the North American Oh, oh my god. god. Oh like, my god. I am this woman's Me Too movement <laughs> moment. Oh my yes, god. Yes, I gave her a Me Too moment. She's on Twitter right now in she Russian. Is, yes. Hashtag Russian Me Too. She's in therapy right now. Yeah. Like it's, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> so everyone is just staring at me with like horror about like why would you do this to a stranger? Why would you just go up and grab their ass? And I mean I can't try to explain it's too long of a story, so I just had to like calmly pick up my shopping bags, <laughs> <laughs> hang my head, 
and walk into the subway. <laughs> oh, the story will never get tired. Oh, it was. The story was a, will never get it old. It was a bad Friday for Amanda. Oh, oh my god. god. That's, but that's not the story I was thinking oh. of. And oh, I'll oh, tell you. I'll, I'll tell you. And I want you to tell the story only if you're okay with telling it. But it's brilliant. Well, it's we when you were farting in an elevator. So how much that, worse can it get? That was one of my favorites <laughs> because it was just after one of our dinner dates. Yes. Um, but the story I love is when you were driving up north and you got pulled over. Oh my uh, god! Wait until you hear this. Honest to God, wait until you hear. I can't this. actually. <laughs> I can't even. Like, I'm dying I'm right crying. now. Just look at your reaction. I'm crying just thinking about it. <laughs> just wait, please. This actually is a classic. I can't believe this isn't the first one that came to mind. <laughs> Because oh, yes. this should be right up there with hashtag me too, but yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, yes, this is an embarrassing moment slash in short ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh my shorty god. god, your confessions. Oh my god. So uh, yeah, I was driving up to the cottage a few years ago. Um, I lived in Huntsville at the time, so the cottage was only like twenty minutes away. Um, I'd stopped at the LCBO. I was going to a party, so I had bought some wine and had it in the bag on the on the car seat unopened. And I was wearing a sundress and uh, a jean jacket. And I'm driving. I'm and I'm definitely speeding for sure. I was going well above the speed limit, and um, I got pulled over. So I see the cherries in the rearview mirror. I'm like, oh no. So I pull over and I'm scrambling around trying to find my, you know, license and registration and everything. And the cop um, approaches the vehicle. I roll down the window and he gets super awkward and he's like, okay, oh, uh, hmm. And I'm like, what is going, why is he so upset? Like, what did I do? Like, I know I was speeding, but like, how, why is he so uncomfortable? So then I noticed the LCBO bag beside me. I'm like, oh, he thinks I'm drinking like while I'm driving. And he's like, oh, shit, like I'm gonna have to arrest this girl. So I'm quickly like pulling the bottle out to show him like, no, 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 no look, it's sealed. Like I it, I know I shouldn't have had it in the front seat. I'm really sorry. And he's like, no, no, that's that's fine. I'm like, OK, well, how fast was I going? He's like, yeah, you were. I, I don't know. <laughs> So I'm basically at this point, I just go silent. I'm just staring at him like, what? And he looks at me and he goes, um, your shirt seems to have um, something. I look down and they're out. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those like styles of sundresses where it was strapless. It was kind of tight at the top in, in like one solid piece. <laughs> and it had flipped down <laughs> as I was scrambling around in the car. I was not wearing a bra. <laughs> So basically, I had my high beams in his eyes. <laughs> See, someone would use that as a get out of jail well, that's card. What but he, you're just like, what? So yeah, he, he points this out. I look down. I literally like stare directly at my nipples that are looking back at me. And I'm like, oh my God. So I'm just, I'm dying at this point. I'm scrambling, trying to get my dress pulled back up, trying to pull my jacket closed, like just trying to cover myself. And he starts laughing. He's just like hands on his knees, like full bent over, howling with laughter. And when he finally recovers enough, he's like, I thought you were trying to get out of a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and just try that next time. Like you get pulled over and you're like, shirt up. Yeah. Poops out. Oh my God. Uh, yes. Well, yeah, Officer. because I said, and I said, no, I wouldn't. He said, no, I could tell by your reaction that like you genuinely <laughs> you didn't know. No um but i did, that's what i thought you were doing i said well am i getting a ticket and he said no 
<laughs> See, it worked. It worked. So, yeah, tip to the ladies. Um, you really don't want to take it. Apparently, that does work. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> so, funnily enough, the party that I was going to um, was being held in the honor of the superintendent of the Orc Regional Police. <laughs> So I arrive and, you know, tell this story because I'm still basically purple from embarrassment by the time I get there. And he was just on his hands and knees laughing. He's like, I'm going to hear about this at our Christmas party. (laughs) He's like, you're just you're just lucky that helmet cams are not in place for another six months. (laughs) You'd be viral by now. (laughs) (sighs) I'm already having an app workout from laughing so hard. This is the thing. Whenever I get together with you, I lose a pound. Uh, <laughs> I can be part of your cleanse. You could be. Yeah. Please, please come over and do not oh, bring alcohol. Yeah, I'm just going to come over here with no alcohol and embarrass myself. No, exactly. Yeah. We can have fun with tea, can't For we? For sure. Can't you? No. 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 There's no fun with tea at all. No. All right, let's take a break and we'll come back with some drunk life advice. Awesome. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> Okay, so we're back. But before we do drunk life advice, um, we want to tell, we want to have Amanda tell a story that we started to, that Jen started to tell a few episodes ago, which was about the bachelorette party. Right. And just to give the quick Cole's notes very quickly, uh, we went out for Amanda's sister, Nicole's bachelorette party, and we went to a place called... Addison uh, Residence. Addison Residence. And they were despicable. There, people were um, physically uh, assaulted, um, verbally assaulted. I left in tears, as you know, cried all the way home just because it was a very emotional day in general and I was drinking all day and whatever. But I have never, never seen anything like it in my life. And then after I left, of course, I wondered what the fuck happened because you have a group of women who are now very upset and the bachelor party seemingly is ruined and this is where amanda comes in amanda tell us what happened after i left okay well brooke you can attest to this jen is not an emotional overly emotional person she's not a weepy emotional crier kind of Cry, like she's not the type who would cry over nothing no, i have no, never no, no, seen no. her cry yeah, actually no, no, no. in all her years of friendship i had never seen jen break down um, um not like in in a negative way like that and I especially during it. a social event i'm not Definitely a crier not, no, during a no, social no, 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 event no. no i think i never think, i think the times that i've seen jen break down are in extreme overwhelm yeah extreme right and i had i had never seen that happen before so for me to see jen in tears i mean i already knew that shit was going down half of our party was missing the entire bachelorette because they were trapped inside um not being allowed to come back out in the patio to our table where we were paying for bottle service and i was assured multiple times that that was not going to happen um so by the time she arrived back there and she's in tears like that just I was instantly mm-hmm. sober and alert and just like, no, <laughs> like, there's no fucking way. Like if Jen's yeah. in tears, this is serious. And now you've brought out bad Amanda and <laughs> you will, will rue the day that you accepted fun, this reservation. Fun, fun Jen is not here and bad Amanda yeah. is coming in. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. Yeah. You killed fun Jen and now I will kill you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
fun Jen is dead now yeah bad Amanda <laughs> so coming out I mean play. Jen was just like Jen was just breaking down and I just you know I just said to her I'm like you go you go my friend go in peace <laughs> and you will be avenged yeah. <laughs> like, good that's a friend that's a friend, that's uh, a friend. they uh, were all very supportive yeah. they're I'm like, like i've got this shit you just you just go because yeah you had a horrible experience i, and, I just uh, couldn't be there anymore i didn't want to leave i never pitched the night like no. that i could not spend another no. moment and there and i didn't want to ruin the vibe either i was just like yeah. i need to eject myself yeah. it was it was that bad and several of the other girls who had been trapped inside were also coming back with horror stories of what had gone on inside they had been um, pushed up against walls um, by the <gasps> one bouncer physical? it was one particular bouncer who was really the issue um, who had called one of them a stupid little bitch mm-hmm. had shoved another one into a wall mm-hmm. like it was it was pretty serious oh my god so you physical know, and verbal assault yeah so i look oh around there you know the ruins of my sister's bachelorette party and there's just like fucking tears and mascara running all over the place and i'm like oh no so i got a hold of our waitress and uh, and i said i need a manager now and so she got me some person who turned out to be like a doorman or something. I'm like, uh, nope, <laughs> I need the person who is in charge of this shit like now. So after several requests, I finally did get someone who had the authority to do something with me. And um, it was a bit of a gong show for a few minutes. And that when he arrived at our table, there was just so much upset and everything that he had a lot of angry, drunk women screaming at him. And I just kind of had to rein that in and be like, uh, no, you come aside with me we're gonna talk privately I'm sober I'm calm and we're gonna we're gonna have a conversation here about what's going on tonight and um I laid it all out for him and I was like this is what's happened you're not dealing with a bunch of 18 year old morons who don't know what's going on like we are mature women we know our rights (laughs) we know when we have come to an establishment and spent this kind of cash that there's a certain expectation of how we're going to be treated and that was not met um I said to him, you know, you've already had the fire department here tonight. Do you want me to involve the police as well? Because there has been assault. Sounds as- like sounds like there was a like viable reason to oh, have absolutely. The I for said, sure. So I said to him, like, you understand how far I can take this? And he said, I do. And I said, do you want to walk down that road with me? <laughs> he said, I do not. <laughs> and I said, then here's what's going to happen. Because <laughs> he had initially offered us half off of our bill. And I was like, no, that's not acceptable. Um, I said, we are walking out of here with no bill. You are wiping this bill 100%, nothing. And um, in addition to that, the bouncer in question who assaulted my friends verbally and physically is to be dealt with. Like, I want him fired now. And so I had a couple other managers come over. I had the whole team standing with me. And the result was our bill was wiped. And I was assured by the entire management team that this bouncer was to be let go that night. Good. So... At that point, I was like, okay, there's nothing else I can do. This is as good as it gets. You know, we tipped out our waitress. We Mm -hmm. gave her some cash because I was like, it's not your fault. Um, I had nothing to do with her. It was actually her second shift at that that bar. Yeah. So I felt felt really bad for her because you could tell she was very flustered. I mean, I was was a force to be reckoned with by that point. She was just like terrified. She was shaking in her boots. And I'm like, this has nothing to do with you. You've been lovely to us and everything. So, um... You know, I do have to give them credit as much as we had an absolutely horrible night. And and, and they initially offered us um, half off of our bill and a credit towards our next visit. 
fuck that shit. And I looked at the manager and I said, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Do you think I will ever step foot? Why are we going to come foot? back and be assaulted? In oh your, my God. I'm like, you will never see our faces again, which is probably for the best for everyone involved. But... No, there will be. I do not want any kind of credit for a future visit. This is it. This is this was our experience here, and uh, this is the only way you can fix it. So I I do have to give them credit in that they did everything they possibly could at that stage to rectify the situation. So I will give you know credit to them for that because we have kind of trashed this establishment a little bit on this podcast. But, but I don't think it's trashing it. You're just telling a story about what actually the happened. Truth. And you know you you can't have your staff assaulting people yeah and, and when you, like that's we went bananas. through the reviews afterwards um I we went one. deep into the reviews and we found a lot of comments about this same bouncer, bouncer. who had pulled this kind of behavior so many many times dick that oh just yeah wants to get people his, called yeah. him racist that he was only letting white people yeah. in you should have seen the re- read the reviews and oh. you know it's about the mm. same guy it, well they named, they named oh, him they named him yeah, yeah. But yeah. what happened? Remember when you went up to him? What did you say to him? Again? Oh, so when before I'd actually spoken to the manager, I just wanted to get all the information. I wanted to know who I was dealing with. And uh, I, I approached him and he was trying to give me attitude. And I just said to him, can I please have your name? I'm not asking you to get in, get out, anything else. I just need your name. And he's and he just kind of looked at me like, what? And I'm like, no, your name, please. And he just deflated mm-hmm. because he knew at that point like you're no longer the faceless bouncer yeah. who can just you know wield your little fucking clipboard and yeah. rule over all of us i, I, have all I the want power. your name i will find your name whether you give it to me yeah. or not and you're it's going down <laughs> yeah it's well, not and, that hard to find people yeah, yeah. Who, no. what people's names are yeah and like he's that, not yeah. he's obviously not the type of man who's used to being confronted i mean we're talking about like a six foot three beefcake of a dude and there i am at five foot one being like (laughs) give me your name (laughs) and that's all it took to bring him to his knees so yeah that's a little that's a little piece of life advice for all of you if if you're at an establishment where you're um dealing with someone who's not behaving well that's really all you need to do to make them realize your power is ask for their name Mm -hmm. make them identify themselves because that tells them i'm going to make something happen here yeah and it's going to pertain to you. I'm on to you. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. on to your You're behavior, not getting away with this. Behavior. You're going right. to be yeah. identified in this incident. And yeah, it works. Good for so. you, Amanda. Well, that's good that you... Um, it's good that you took that step to fight back for... Oh. I mean, okay. So I think... I mean, abuse is never okay. And how... like. How he has been there for as long as he has oh. been. It seems like there was, I don't know how long the place has been open. Yeah. It could have just been a fly-by-night thing. But it, he was at least there enough to have reviews and ratings about oh, him. Yeah. And I remember back in the day, I mean, I used to be a bar star. And I would go to the clubs and stuff. And you just put up with this sort of bad behavior. But I haven't done that for many, many years now. And uh, now I remember why. And when you go back as a more mature person and you look at this with, Uh, a different viewpoint you realize like uh no actually this behavior is not okay it's not cool it's not all right no i was there um when jess was speaking to this Mm -hmm. bouncer let's just call him chad and i don't remember his name but let's just call him chad i do but i'm not gonna say it on here yeah (laughs) and so um we couldn't get back in and not to rehash the whole thing but jess went up to to ask him simply a question and that's when he was like why don't you shut the fuck up you stupid little she pointed out the fact that she had 
had bought, had a wristband on in, indicating that she had paid for bottle service. So she said, you know, like this wristband essentially cost me like over $100. And he said, I don't care if you spent $10 or $1,000, you stupid little bitch. Yeah. <gasps> It was so... I told you to get back in line. Get back in line. And then we did. (sighs) And I was like... I couldn't even speak. I was in shock. Mm -hmm. I think I went into shock because I've never heard any... Like, and he's saying... To this lovely woman, like how oh could you? Was, it was not being obnoxious. She, she was just wasn't. Trying to she ask. wasn't being obnoxious. Just at imagine, all. without getting too far ahead of ourselves here, but just imagine if he's willing to say this stuff in public to yes. patrons of a place, an establishment where he works and, and gets a paycheck. Yeah. Imagine what he does at home no behind kidding. closed doors. Yeah, his girlfriend's a lucky, Holy lucky lady. Fuck. There's That's no way he has a girlfriend. Oh. He's alone. Well, and he's you never bitter. know. You never Chad. know because. Listen, Chad. No, but seriously, that's fucking frightening. Yeah. How how that abuse like leaked out there. And oh my God. Well, good for you for calling that out. I hope he is... I hope they followed the through with it. Yeah, I, I hope, hope they, they did. did. I, I didn't if they check did. out. Obviously yeah. never going to go back to no. check it out. Never. But, never but again. let this be a cautionary tale for anybody who's deciding to go to... Is it the Addison res- mm-hmm. residence? Addison residence. Um, yeah, go, on Wellington Street yeah. in Toronto. Don't choose the cautionary tale is don't go. <laughs> yeah, don't choose yeah, to don't spend you your money on go. people that uh, that employ people like that. And it's terrible. Yeah. By the way, for a big establishment, one washroom. No, that right? How is that even like one? How is that one. even to code? I no, don't even think that's it. Took code. me twenty minutes to pee. That's why the fire department was there. They were there because they weren't code. But anyways. You know what we forgot to do before that? Um, Amanda, tell us what we're drinking. Oh, yes. So I felt that because we had um, an all-girls podcast today that I wanted to embrace that and go with a pink theme. So I brought um, Yellowtail Pink Bubbles. Mm. So we are drinking, it's not champagne, I don't know, sparkling wine, I suppose. It's pink. And I also brought um, (laughs) some shots that are mysteriously pink. They are, um, they're a Twisted, Twisted Shots is the brand, and it's called Sex on the Beach, and they apparently contain um, pear, banana schnapps, schnapps, did I say that, Mm -hmm. and Irish-style cream liqueur. Where's the pink in that, people? (laughs) Why is it pink? Well, it ended up coming out this kind of coral color. Because they're marketing to women. Yeah, so and, on the and I mean, it worked female, because yeah. I was looking for yep. pink shit and I bought these. So, yep. so we're, we're going to um, take this shot now. We're going to do a little shot right now with this. Cheers. Cheers to Amanda for coming on the show and Cheers. joining us yeah, today. To us, us women. Oh, it tastes Ooh. really pink. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. All I'm tasting is like the Bailey's. The, yeah, the, Bailey's. the Irish cream. It's a lot of sugar. Oh. That's a lot of sugar. It's very sweet. Yeah. And luckily, very, we very have more. Whoa. Yeah, there's only eight oh, of them. <laughs> we only, only have eight shots. Only eight? Damn it. Anyway. Now it's uh, time for Drunk Life drunk Advice. Life. I'm so, so excited for this part. It's so weird because we had a couple of Drunk Life Advice questions that came in from the same person. Okay. Um, What's their name? That wanted 
for sure this to be read on your episode. Yes, we had a special request. Awesome. Special request. Um, and this is from Schmickle. Schmickle? <laughs> is that even a name? Schmickle from Moronto. Oh, oh, oh from Moronto. Oh, my God. This I was so uh, incognito. I couldn't possibly I know. guess. You what country is. is that in? I'm not sure. I'm not sure where Moronto is, but I feel like I feel like the people of Moronto are morons. <laughs> Schmickle might be the mayor of Moronto. <laughs> she might be the head moron. <laughs> We love you, Schmickle, yeah, whoever just, you are. I, I do I have a guess as to who this is, so I'm quite curious. I don't feel like you are. Well, let's, let's see what the question is. Can you tell me where I buy these half bottles of wine I keep hearing about? There are all these fancy things. I, I keep getting to preserve these so-called half bottles, but where does one get such a thing? Thanks. Okay, I know where this is coming from. Um, have you guys ever watched the Baroness Von Sketch show? No. Here and there. It's so a they CBC they did show. a sketch about um, half bottles of wine, like or leftover wine that something like required for a recipe or something, and and this girl, you know, arrives at you know an LCBO or a wine shop of some sort, and is just like, how do I find these? Like, where do I buy a half bottle of wine? <laughs> and the girl's trying to explain to her, like, no, it's it's a bottle of wine that you've opened and you haven't <laughs> finished. And she's like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen exactly? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's you, what do you mean? You yes. leave a bottle like there. What is this leftover one? It leftover right. is that like a region of France? I don't understand. <laughs> Where do I find leftover wine? <laughs> I have an answer to this question. Where to find it? Buy Entrelax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you'll leave it in the fridge. Unless are, it's are at we, your parents' house, and then oh, it's, there's nothing left. If Carol are is we committed to the pr- pronunciation of entrelax? Yeah, because I do. Oh, that yes. was up. Is that actually the right? Oh, pronunciation? No. I've always oh. said no. It's not. Oh, is there a different way to say entrelax? Yes, yes. I think Tim what is said it? it in the second episode. Oh entrelac. no. Or yeah. Oh, give me a fucking break. There's no. no X. It's No, I know. Because that's why he was so confused because he was like, I don't understand. It sounds like a laxative. <laughs> and I mean, wine that cheap might actually act as a that's laxative. Right. But I'm not sure. It deserves to be on to lax. In my head, the L-A-C spells lax. I'm like, I was literally looking for one with an X in it. I'm like, what are they fucking talking about? And I'm like, what is this like? Listen laxative to episode one? two, folks. You'll get the whole spiel on <laughs> episode the two, season yeah. one, baby. Entrelax. We have a sommelier if tells you, us who said that. I think you have to do like entrelax. Yeah, entrelax. <laughs> and so, let me tell you, once you have a glass of that, you'll leave the rest in your fridge for cooking time. Uh-huh. Okay. Unless, but if you have nice wine, I would never leave nice wine. I I don't even drink a lot of wine, but if somebody leaves a bottle of wine in my fridge, guess what? It's gone the next day. Oh, absolutely. I have, gone. I have no experience with this. Yes. Oh, Brooke you, just you left a bottle I just, here. I just left a bottle and I called her and I'm like, I just want to make sure that bottle's, it's gone. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? <laughs> that was gone a week ago. It was gone uh, like five minutes after you left. Oh yeah, but I did Brooke a favor. She doesn't want to drink old wine. Well, yeah, that's, true. Always, that's right? true. Yeah, yeah I did you a favor. Thank you. You're welcome. You You're okay. very welcome. We'll be back in a minute. Okay.
Okay, so we're back. We, we have to do another drunk life advice because we just realized we had two questions that came in, like, not overnight, but last night late that we didn't check out in our email that were especially for Amanda. And I had a look-see at these questions, and we have to read them. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I didn't have a look-see. I'm excited. We have to read them. Okay, Amanda, I think that there might be something happening here. Okay, this is from Lonely in Toronto, not... Not Moronto, but Toronto. Oh, this time Toronto. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gentleman writer here. In today's confusing climate, I want it answered once and for all. What do women want from a man in the boudoir, so to speak? Are we supposed to be the pursuer? Or let Jen's them, holding up a unicorn penis right now. Or let them be in control. I Sorry, keep I missed hearing, that last Are we supposed to do what? Are we supposed to be the pursuer or let them be in control? I keep, I keep hearing different conflicting reports from women on this issue. And quite frankly, it's keeping me from trying at all. Oh. What's his name again? Lonely. That's kind of... Lonely. 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 Okay. Who wants okay. to weigh in first? I, um... I do think I know who this is from. I'm not going to identify you, but I'm going to try to give you some advice here. I like the fact that you're at least asking this question. It um, it tells me that you're at least concerned about what the woman wants. So that's good, right? Um, okay, so I'm not entirely clear if you're asking about when you're pursuing a woman like in initially in the dating stages or if you're talking about like when you actually get down to the deed kind of thing mm-hmm. i'm not sure you said in the boudoir so i'm assuming that means but it also says pursuer and then- i know so that's why i'm kind of confused mm-hmm. i'm like i don't know if you mean like while you're dating should you be pursuing her to try to get her into bed or once you have her into bed which yeah. person is supposed to be in charge Are you supposed to be dominant or yeah submissive? so i'm not entirely sure which one you're asking but you said in the boudoir, so I'm going to assume you mean like once you're actually in the boudoir. Um, I like that you're asking it. And I think that the best thing I could advise you to do would be to ask her because everyone's different. Like when it comes to, um, you know, sexual preference in terms of whether somebody wants to be more dominant, more submissive, a more even split. Mm-hmm. There is no right or wrong answer. It's very independent. It's very um, specific to each person. So talk to her about it. Everyone likes talking about sex, I think. Like most people, I would respect a guy Uh, if he was to bring up up the conversation. I have... I've had conversations about sex with people where they melt into a little puddle oh. on the floor. Oh, well. <laughs> and it gets awkward. Well, yeah, you got to keep it like mature and and not awkward. <laughs> I don't know how you do well, that. But yeah, but it's not like we're talking about anything crazy. It's yeah, just I mean, it, to me, if you're, if you're dating someone, you've been on several dates, you know it's going to eventually get to that point. I mean, we're all adults here. We know like third date or beyond, like shit's going down. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying to the woman, you know, I don't want to be presumptuous here, but um, I'm attracted to you and I'm hoping that we're going to take things to the next level. And I'm wondering if there's anything, you know, we should talk about beforehand. Is there anything you're into, you're not into, you want, you don't want, whatever. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't be offended if somebody said that to me. No, there's so many different layers to this. And the thing is, okay, personally for me, I ask during, I'm like, do you like that? Oh, 
Oh, How so you're about that? Like, dirty while, talk. While you're, you're like this, and then they're like, <laughs> "No," and I'm like, "Oh, so you want this. me to stop squeezing? Like what?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought men like that, hard and tight. <laughs> too rough, too rough for you. <laughs> what you don't like it being bitten? I don't get it. I heard that the people like that. Um, oh but no, God. seriously, I think open conversation is super important. But on yeah. Brooke's note, some people seriously are not okay with that. I've had both um, levels, but it really with it's. I think that women are more open to talking That's about true. it. So Definitely. if you're a, a gentleman who wants to please his woman, ask her. If you ask her and you don't get a straight answer and then things are weird and whatever, move the fuck on. Yeah. Maybe you guys aren't compatible. Mm-hmm. It's like not every peg fits yeah. in the hole yeah, right. That's so right. That's right. You know, and if the, and then if it's not enjoyable and you're just dating, well, then it's not right if you can't get that going. And I'm not saying the first time. If this is a continual problem, it ain't ever going to get better. But communication is key. Ask what they like. If somebody asks me what I like, you might not want to hear the answer. (laughs) But but I'll give it to you. You're going to get it. I'll give it to you. (laughs) So I'm going to take this on a a basis that he... So I know he says in the boudoir, so to speak. In the boudoir. But I am going to take this on a basis of pursuing... Because he he also used the word pursuing. So So I'm going to take this on the basis of trying to get a date. Yeah, maybe he means like getting them to... Yeah, the boudoir with with a specific yes. person because I feel like maybe that's where he's coming from and in today's day and age you're you're absolutely right in the sense that women are very often in control however I don't necessarily agree with that I think that that is not the best strategy I think it is for maybe a one night stand if that's all you're looking for um but if you I think men are typically the more dominant creatures and mm-hmm. should be the pursuer. So yep. yes, I think that you should be the pursuer. Let the woman. I think you should pursue. Don't be. Mm-hmm. Don't be weird about it, yeah. though. Well, yeah. Don't be stalkery about it. But don't be stalkery don't be... about it. Like you have to be. You have to get to know the signals. And if somebody's not interested in you, or they're maybe not reciprocating, yeah. a, but that's but usually pretty obvious. But definitely put it out there. I would say. Yeah. Um. And then in the boudoir. It could be both ways, one way. Who knows? Yeah. That's something that needs to be uncovered and have some fun uncovering. And it doesn't have to be the same every single time. It doesn't have either. to be the same every single time and have some fun uncovering what you both like. That's mm-hmm. part of the fun of getting to know somebody is that exactly. you don't you don't have to know everything about... Like, three years later, you still may not know everything about them. So mm-hmm. uncover, like unravel that shit one mm-hmm. piece at a time. I agree. And I'd rather the man be dominating me. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> well, now we know. No, no, take note, <laughs> fans of Jen I Beagle. For, I forgot to say that in my initial answer. If, if anybody, I feels would rather like, him be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do this," and I'll be like, "Do it." <laughs> <laughs> but do you want him to like announce it to you in that way, or just do it? Oh, I'd rather him just do it. Yeah, but don't don't hurt me. <laughs> so, but if you are capable of picking me up, I'm your wife. <laughs> So Jen's down for the throwdown. So everybody, we're learning you can hold yeah, your dad, mom and dad. If you know, if you figured out how to work the podcast yet, I'm sorry. 
you can get a hold of jennadrinkswithfriends.net yes. if you want to set up a time to, yeah, to, to throw dominate. her down and dominate <laughs> the fuck out of her. She's in. And my bed is extra high, so I'm Whoa, looking for a yeah. tall man. You need a tall man. <laughs> but yeah, I'll take shorties, too, because I got a really low couch. So I can, <laughs> I'm I am go, flexible. You can go anyway. Yeah. Very okay. flexible. Okay, we had one more that came oh in. Oh, my God. Uh, and this is from Anonymous from Ontario. So that's pretty general. And that is... And this is definitely for you. Just one question. Amanda still got a boyfriend. <gasps> and, 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 and it follows up with a little guy with, with hearts in his eyes. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> a little emoji with the hearts in the eyes. Amanda, you still got a boyfriend. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, I do. Oh. <laughs> what a lucky guy. Anonymous from Ontario. If that's not you, I'm sorry. Man, Amanda, oh. you have men who want you, oh. and I've seen I've seen it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do, I know you do. Oh, you're a very dears. desirable woman. But if I were a man or a lesbian, you'd be top of my list. I don't, I don't know and if you're aggressive too, bro, enough for you, you, Jen. I'm not, re- I'm not Can't willing you to dominate pick me you. Up? Pick I, me I up. could try to pick you. I thought you would headphones coming off. I'm trying to pick you up. I am having a body slamming you onto the bed. Yeah. I'm having a visual of this now. You, because you're both like, you're not a, a big person. You're both tiny little people. <laughs> Amanda's going to pick you up. She's going to fart while she gets you up. She's going to throw you on the bed. Jen's going to roll it's off. It's going to be like the midget Olympics. Be- right? <laughs> and then in the exactly. background, it will be like, because I have the job of my life. And then life. we are going to try that lift. Can I please try to yeah, pick you up like that? Are you kidding? You guys are going to use that dildo right there with oh, the yeah. headband the on it. The unicorn penis is involved in this penis. somehow. It comes condom ready. <laughs> so it's wrapped in, in duct tape, which is oh great. My oh, my God. I have lots amazing. of lube. Uh, so, <laughs> carrying on. Sorry, and on. sorry about Anonymous in Ontario. Amanda's yeah. taken. Yeah, good luck lot. trying you're somebody as good as her. Yeah. Try again My next little time. Adam, sorry. Oh, hi Adam. Hi Adam. Maybe if you like to dominate, <laughs> you could you could send a message to Jen at Drinks with Friends. Jen single. Yeah. Yeah, check me out. Check and, it and out. And she's quite clear because just in case it happens to be the same person asking the question, um, Jen is clear on who she would like to be in charge, and she's single. So I feel like this clears up two. Uh, two oh, issues. Fine. yeah, I did it. Are we making Kills a love two birds and one right stone. I did it with one stone, right? Oh, like honestly, oh. I can't wait to meet Future you, anonymous, <laughs> lonely. Future husband, lonely, anonymous. Guess what? Times two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on to. Uh, we had just a, an extended segment of drunk life advice um but let's move on to insurtagon because apparently amanda has to amanda's done something very very bad and i'm curious to know what you've done what did you do i'm ashamed of myself you guys well no why i am you can come clean here and everything will be i have not told anyone about this because this happened about three weeks ago and well maybe a month ago and the second it happened i was like oh my god this is what this is my insurtagon this is what i need to be sorry for and i'm actually very ashamed of my behavior so I was on the the TTC, the subway, and this young gentleman gets on. He's probably, I'm going to guess, 23 years old. Such a cute little puppy face on him. Mm -hmm. And he gives me this like shy, tentative little smile. Were your boobs out? No, my boobs were were fully encased at this point (laughs) in my dental scrubs. So I was not looking sexual in any way. 
And he was just, um, he just looked like a little pup, lost puppy dog. And uh, he, he gave me this tentative little smile. So I smiled back as I, I normally do. I'm a very friendly kind of person. So <laughs> I smiled back. And um, after a moment or two, he caught my eye again. And he said, bonjour. And I was like, oh. And I did what I always do, which is I make up a, an entire story about a stranger in my head in about three <laughs> seconds. So I decided that he was um, a traveler, a backpacker from either Quebec or possibly even France, who was exploring Toronto. And no one was being friendly to him. <clears throat> no one was talking to him. No one was saying hello or responding when he would try to speak to them. And I felt so bad for him that, you know, everyone was ignoring him. And he was just so hopeful that someone would just say hello back. So I was, this all happened in my head, by the way. This is not based in reality at all. <laughs> in three seconds. In three seconds, I made this his decision that Pierre, this is who he his was. His parents divorced. He's a very oh sad boy. God. He's an orphan. Like, <laughs> He's oh. an orphan. His dog just died. Yeah, he has no like, shoes on. He doesn't know whether to be dominant or not. It's so difficult. <laughs> So I smile back and I say, bonjour. And he says, oh, comment ça va? And I'm like, oh, c'est bien, merci. Et toi? And he's, he, his, his smile at this point is just exploding. He's so happy that someone's talking to him. And he says, oh, tu parles français? And in a moment of wild overconfidence, I respond with, oui, un petit peu. <laughs> at which point he launches into an like diatribe of French. <laughs> he's pointing at the maps. He's asking questions. It's like, qu'est-ce que c'est le blé, 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 blé. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. This isn't my grade five French. <laughs> Shit. Because when I Bibliotech. said... When I said un petit peu, like I meant like everything I had just said, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I had reached the limit. <laughs> but you sound, even when you're saying it now, you sound like you. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I fooled him. It? I fooled him. And so he was like, thank God, because he was not apparently like a traveler just looking for a friendly face. He needed fucking directions. He was lost. <laughs> he was like, thank God, someone who finally speaks French who can help me. <laughs> and he launches into this whole thing and I panicked. And what came out of my mouth next was, no comprende <laughs> which, <laughs> which I think is Spanish <laughs> I would have done anything to be with you that day so just here to watch I am, this like, go down trying to convince this poor little sweet French kid that like Torontonians are friendly and they will talk to you and what I really taught him was that we're fucking crazy <laughs> that we will pretend to speak your language and then when we'll you need agree help with you. flip it all yeah. around on you and start speaking Spanish <laughs> I refuse to help you so how did it end? Um, he gave me a, a look that I'm going to say was, hovered between disgust and bewilderment <laughs> And he made his way down the train. <laughs> he walked away. He walked away. He from walked you. away. He literally <laughs> he left the scene. <laughs> I feel Did really bad. So I really do feel like I need to apologize for overselling my French skills. And um, <laughs> oh god, you that poor. I, I hope you're not still lost in the TTC in Toronto somewhere. <laughs> Thank you.
with our other oh, uh, our pink, pink uh, sex our, on the beach. Our pink sex on the beach, which it's we don't know why it's sexy, pink, but it's sexy, a girly sexy. thing. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. It tastes like bananas. It smells like bananas, but it finishes with Irish whiskey. It does. I'm it not going to say that that's this the best is whiskey? combo I've ever had. This is whiskey? You know, Brooke can't have whiskey. <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> Uh-oh. I see Jenny Coma coming out. Jenny Coma out. <laughs> is, are you going to go catatonic on us like now? No. <laughs> not, not quite yet. This is a critical moment. We're trying no. to wrap this nope. shit up. Yeah. So, uh... Amanda, how can people contact you? How do they get in touch with you? Oh God! Or do you want people to get in touch with you? I just take you on Instagram. People have because, like, honestly, like, no, she doesn't. Why not? Hashtag me too. Well, not me too. (laughs) I'm not saying no. People should be worried about her. (laughs) All right. Well, I I mean, um, I think Amanda's private, though. I'm like, I'm not a big social media presence by any means, and like, I'm 40 years old. People. I have chosen the people that I want to be in my life a long time ago. All the slots are filled. I really don't have any more room. Um, if you really feel like you must contact me for some reason, then feel free to look me up on Instagram. I probably won't respond. If there's some way to message on Instagram, I don't even know about it. So I probably won't know. So just tell Brooke or Jen I'm or something. A mess- I'm going to message you later. Get a hold of Brooke and Jen and they'll pass on the message. Like through broken. They'll call me on the telephone like it's 1985 yeah. and right, just right, tell right, me like right, someone's right. on the landline. Yeah. Call me on my landline. That'll work. Yep. 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 And Otherwise, uh, fuck off. Sorry. If, if you do <laughs> want to contact Amanda via me, you can find me on Instagram usually. Um, um, at JJ Beegs. That's J J B E A G S. And uh, please follow me um, because then you can find out when the Harmony Heroes are playing a show and you can also find out just what the fuck I'm up to. Yes. And follow her. She's please way more interesting than me. <laughs> follow me. That would be a lot of fun. And also um, go to drinkswithfriends.net. Please submit to Drunk Life Advice. We love hearing from our listeners. Um, and, and Brooke plug for us baby uh yeah so you can find me uh, on instagram at brooker underscore 27 and otherwise uh head over to drinkswithfriends.net uh drunk life advice do it amanda thank you so much for coming on it was a great great time today thanks for bringing all of the pink the pink drink the pink <laughs> drinks were great the pink, pink drink dick day and the pink well, it's not a pink dick. It's a white dick. But so, thank you so much. Thank you, girls, so much for having me yeah, on. Yeah, it was awesome. It's so much fun. Such a pleasure to have you. And we'll see you next we'll time. We'll hear you next time. Toodaloo. Drink off time.